Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome. Welcome, welcome everybody to another episode of Top Ten. Tonight we're going to be talking about the top ten movies of 2018 so far. And guys, this might have been the hardest list to put together. Uh, there was quite a bit of disappointments throughout the year here. And uh, we were just talking about one right before the cast. Uh, but we won't dive too much into the disappointments. Tonight is going to be a lot about the good um, event. We, we had a, quite a few. I'm not going to spoil too many, but I mean, recently we had a good one and we're just going to dive right in. But first off, I just want to introduce my buddy, Chris. What's up, man? How you doing tonight? What's going on, Leo? I'm doing great. How are you, my friend? Oh, I'm good, man. I'm good. Ready to dive deep into some of these movies. Um, what about you? You ready to talk about some movies, man? Yeah, I'm excited. Always, always ready to talk about movies. Yes, sir. There's never a moment. Um, go ahead and give it up. Give us our first one, our number ten on the list. Uh, what would you put on top ten movies of 2018? Oh, it's gonna be a little controversial, but I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna. Oh man, this is so tough because, like you were explaining, I'm right now second guessing my number ten pick, and I Uh-oh. don't want to do that. But like, I have a tendency to like kind of throw you guys off with my picks uh, as of late so I'm probably just gonna you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna shuffle it around and I'm gonna go with uh, just a, a probably an obscure one but it's called the death of Stalin I don't know if you've heard about that or seen any of the um, trailers for that film at all Leo have you admittedly I have seen the trailers but I haven't seen the movie yet um, it's it's actually pretty good. I think that it's it's funny, like it, it's got that dry British wit to it, and it's it's a it's it kind of set, it centers around like uh, it's like a Soviet power struggle, and and it, it it has great acting, and it's not really flashy, so to speak. It's got like a a, a thin out pace to it, kind of slow, methodical, but it's like a dark comedy for me. And to be honest with you, I was shuffling around a few other ones, and I just recently 
a watch that and I'm going to do a review on it. But yeah, I'm going to go in it uh, originally with my number nine, but I'm going to fight it as my number 10 pick is the death of Stalin. Um, I'm trying to think of the actor that, that are in it so I can plug it, but it, other than bringing it up on my phone, I can't really remember who's in it. And it's some very famous people, but um, if you haven't checked it out and you're like bored one day and you have access to it, I believe you can get on iTunes. It is on iTunes. Um, oh, rent it. It'll it'll be kind of like a sleeper on you. I think you'll kind of like, okay, that wasn't so bad. Put it on. It, you know, don't put, invest too much into it. Just kind of let it, you know, uh, kind of hit you as it go. It's not really historically accurate point for point, but there are some some uh, it's, it is loosely based on some historical facts. But there we go. I'm gonna go with the death of Stalin um, for my number ten pick. So it looks like it's like a political satire on, is it on Stalin's life here or, or about to, you know, right before his death here? Um, yeah, it, it centers in and around it. Yes. Uh, okay, it's like cool. political satire, so to speak. Yeah. It's got, um, if you're familiar with like, I'm trying to think of a film, like, um, just like kind of like that British, I would say has British humor. If that means anything well, yeah, to anybody, that, that that's how I would mind. describe it. <laughs> Yeah, like if you've seen Four Weddings and a Funeral, that's a very 90s movie, but a lot of dry British humor in it. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's obscure. Like I said, this is really hard. Like I didn't, I didn't know, like I've seen a lot more, I've seen a lot worse films than good this year so far, and it's very hard to pick them. But I'm sure we'll pick more relatable films as this thing gets better. It's kind of just up. like a lot of the films this year were, good but not great um it's hard to pick out the movies that were just absolutely great because i mean you got to think about it in terms of the movie industry it's like january february they're generally pretty dry um and they're pretty dry this year uh besides black panther and that's kind of what lit the spark a little bit but march was also kind of slow um i know that's when pacific rim 2 came out but i wouldn't quite put that on the top 10 uh so it's just Uh, like yeah. things, it's kind of been like uphill and then kind of slow and then it, it just spiked up. This list May, definitely but. has, yeah, this list definitely has asterisks near it because it's not yeah. the end of the year yet. You know what I mean? If we're doing this in December, it'd be a lot easier for us to talk about this. But I think, and I came in with this mindset, Leo, like I think we should all like take every single one of these with a grain of salt. It's very hard to do. Absolutely. This. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, like, I mean, like we were saying, it's not December, so you can't really no. culminate a lot of movies yet. Once December comes, though, we might completely, we're probably completely. We might be able to have compile it, yeah. Yeah. Worst and best. But, but, yeah. Go ahead, man. For, uh, for number nine, I'll go ahead and just shift a little bit here and go to Solo. Um, I thought this was a really, Boy. really good. Yeah. Yeah, man. I know you're going to be all surprised, but <laughs> I really like Solo. And here's why. Um, Star Wars, I love the Star Wars universe. Love it. I love Clone Wars. I've been through Clone Wars, Rebels. I love everything about it. But this movie was refreshing in that it just really focused on a central group of characters. And it, wasn't, it didn't focus too, too broadly on the Force and what was going on around it. It just was so tight, and I loved the Han and Chewie humor throughout this entire movie. 
it had its faults, but I, I really enjoyed it. I found myself laughing, having fun. This was a fun movie. Now, would I want a trilogy? I, that's a little too much to, like, put on it right now. It's a little too much weight. Um, it failed in the box office, unfortunately, and I just think that was due to poor marketing and the reception of The Last Jedi. People were really riled up about that, but this was a fun ride. The Kessler Run was a little disappointing, and this will probably slide off my list as the year go by, goes by, but I hope it does. I, I really like these. I really like these standalones, man. Like, come on. You got to admit, this was good. It wasn't great. That's why it's number nine. But it was good. It was a good film. It was a fun ride. I've seen it twice, and I enjoyed it immensely. I know you're an old-school fan, so you disagree with me, but I'd like to hear your thoughts, man. I really, really enjoyed myself seeing this film. It was just on the edge of great. No, I mean, I see, I see what you're saying. Um, and I didn't hate the film. I just thought it was, like, super white, super vanilla, like – I just thought it was, you know, nothing spectacular. Um, but I, uh, you're right. I think, uh, you know, the production problems that this film had that we're all aware of, I think that shot itself in the foot. The subpar reacting reaction, sorry, from Last Jedi didn't do this film any favors. But some of the things that I just couldn't shake that stuff because being such a geek and a nerd, I'm watching everything, you know, like you, like, every little thing that comes out, like Ron Howard's now the director. They fire those other two people. The, the lead actor can't act. And they had to bring in acting yeah. coaches, all this stuff. And then I'm watching well, the film. I go, oh my god! Now I can see what they see, and it's just it sucked it down for me. But if we're talking about right now, July, it's got to be on the top ten. So I'm not arguing with you on there because I, I, you know, it's it's not on mine. But I put the Stalin one before it, and I'm just I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like definitely bash the film. Um, Chewie was cool to see. Um, uh, yes, but it, it had fun moments. So, uh, you know, I, I'm not going to disagree with the placement of it. And I see why people do like it. Uh, it's just, oh my God, these standalone films, I don't know. And I know that George Lucas didn't even know what he was doing when he first started this, right? It, it, this universe that we, we call Star Wars and this kind of like level and pedestal we put George Lucas on, you got to understand something. Everything comes at a moment as a creator, like he, the original thought process for this world it was rejected he did you know what i mean he went through layers and trials and other people put their put their stank on it everyone talks about how good empire is george didn't direct that <laughs> okay <Nope>. so it's <laughs> like you we, we put all this like faith into and george was kind of like at a point where he was smart enough to go okay you are sir are a fantastic director and a teacher he, he taught film and like you know he brought in and that's the kind of mentality i bring to when i do my project is i try to get the best people to work with me. Like, you're better at Absolutely. doing this than me. Can you work with me? Because I want you to use your talents and your skills and, and be creative, and I want to give you that environment to help me for, achieve my goal. And you give these, he gave a lot of creative people a window to embrace what he was starting to create and then give them new ideas. So, like, Boba Fett, you know, a lot of people have their hands in all these little characters that we love and we praise George Lucas. But the essence of Star Wars and all that kind of things that he talks about afterwards, it, these rebooted ones, I don't recognize them. But that's just, you know, I don't know. Like George said, you know, it is what it is. You know, I, I have an appreciation for the new ones, and I just feel that it's kind of 
I know George doesn't really. I, I know George is kind of just you know on the back seat here. It's, it's like not really his direction it. anymore. Like, right. but it's still continuing the legacy of those films that he was involved in. So I'm definitely going to keep on like enjoying them. Um, I I just sometimes I I I'm surprised that people didn't like the Last Jedi, but I understand why. Um, but ever since the force awakens, like I felt like it's just been a breath of fresh air. Uh, the prequels weren't that great. And I feel like the sequel series is even better than those. And I just, I don't, I, I feel like it's going to get better and better. Like for me, somebody like the last Jedi, it never stopped. Like there's never kind of like that. There was never a moment where it was just like, well, it just kind of feels flat now. No, it just, the train is still, still rolling. And I don't think we sh- like especially with the solo, I went in with pretty low expectations. It was a little above what I had thought it was going to be. Um, did it blow me away? Not, no, not entirely, but it was fun. It was a break from the main storyline, and we could go and see a character who unfortunately just died in the main storyline. But it was nice to see him for that one last moment. Now I don't. That's that might be why I'm a little against the trilogy. Just leave it alone. Uh, don't beat a dead horse. But I just, I really enjoyed this one, and I thought it was a fun space voyage. Was it pretty typical? Yeah. Uh, did it have a lot of typical tropes? Of course. But it was fun, and especially with what we have this year, I feel like it has to go on the list. Oh, yeah, definitely. I agree with everything uh, you said. And like I said in my review, uh, I, I just, uh, I mean, the older I get, I think I, um, I'm less impressed with that stuff. And that's not a knock on you, but I just, I felt like, man, did, you know, if I was younger, would it have been cool to see that film? Probably. Absolutely. But do we need a, do we need a Han Solo story? I don't know. And you're right. The Kessel run was so damn disappointing. I mean, I didn't know what to say about, I don't know what to say about that. I really don't. Um, but yeah, <laughs> But I, I, I agree. As of right now in 2018, it's not a bad movie. It's really, it's like, this is the year of these kind of meh movies for me that are like, I can't tell you they're horrible and I can't tell you they're great. They're just like really middle of the road for me. And maybe it's just me. I don't know. No, man. I mean, I, I really do think that it's been a lot of just kind of holes, a lot of gaps here. Um, it's like things didn't really jump off till February when Black Panther came out, and then things kind of dipped in March and April, and then you had May with Avengers. Like you had some like big hitters kind of sneak up in there, but we haven't had like a real steady stream of great movies. And I could argue that could be the last couple years, to be honest, man. Like it sucks because like we're stuck in a reboot time loop uh, here with everything being a sequel, a prequel, a reboot, or it's just, it's like, come on, man, like, come out with the new ideas. Like, I I want some new movie series to spawn out. Um, And whether that's based off a book or not, not, I'm I'm cool with that. I don't mind, but... No, most um, movies are. Yeah, and that's okay, but just start a new series. You know, it's like these reboots of... I know this was last year, but the mummy and that and stuff like that. It's just like leave those series alone. Let them let them rest. Exactly, I agree. But I I won't blab too much off topic here. Uh, what do you think we should put on the list for number eight? Um, on my list for number eight right now is Black Panther. 
Right on. Uh, uh, I I I want to put it higher, and I'm probably um, you know if I have to sit down later on, I'll I'll rework it. But it's definitely in my top five uh, Marvel films. It's uh, it's slowly. I just I keep coming back to it. I really loved it. I just think it it hit. Uh, I was a big fan of the character as a kid. Um, I was a fan of Batman, so I think I was attracted to it because he wears an all-black suit, and it just kind of, that's what hooked me into it. But I just, I love Wakanda. I love that there was something original and different and creative. It was vibrant. The actors did a fantastic job creating this cool, wonderful world of Wakanda and this, like, you know, this vibranium technology that they have. And I was um, really looking for a pick-me-up and I, and I, and it was one of those films where man the hype was real you know what I mean like it was legit real I I came out with happy upbeat I was like that was a kick-ass movie and like uh, normally I ignore the hype and sometimes the hype gets me to a point where I don't even like a film when I first watch it because I got the hype in me and I get that it, it downplays for me so I have to kind of cool off and watch it again and go oh this is a really cool film once you just let all the BS around it go away and just take it for what it is um the soundtrack was amazing uh where it came at in the mcu was a per- perfect time um just introducing uh that kind of character um what it did for a-, a culture what it did for you know the globalness of it was just amazing and super cool for me i just thought that was neat that a film could do that as a filmmaker you just you you want to do things like that you want to make a movie like that that it, it, it transcends borders and it transcends cultures and it, it, it transcends race and it brings people together under a common goal of just a kick-ass, cool superhero movie we, you know, where you're getting the bad guys defeated and, and, it had, and then it introduced Killmonger, which is not an anti-hero villain kind of thing. Like, you feel for him. And my, here's why I like this film. Here's why it should be higher. And my big number one thing, Leo, my dad is like six, is 68, right? And he's like, man, I want to go see Black Panther. I'm like, dad, I'll, I'll take you to go see Black Panther, but you fall asleep during movies. Like the last movie you didn't fall asleep on was 2000, I mean, I'm sorry, 1997, Batman and Robin. My dad didn't fall asleep on that one. We actually walked out because it was horrible. Um, but he stayed awake through the whole film and he talked to me about it afterwards. And he's like, dang, I liked that movie. That was really cool. And I'm like, gosh, dad, you know, my dad's old. You know, and he, he he thought it was really cool and really fun, and he just loved the character, and he thought the whole world was neat, and like that got me thinking, like, oh man, this is this is something special. When my dad, who's just kind of like a Doctor Who nerd, you know, plays chess, you know, he's a computer programmer. Um, he wasn't really into comic books, but sci-fi usually is his genre, and uh, he thought it, he thought it had a good sci-fi feel to it. But that's what really got me, and I think it. You know, everything I said without getting diarrhea, it probably should go higher, but I have it on the list, and nevertheless, I just really, really love this film. What are your thoughts? Um, my first thought is, yeah, this has got to go much higher. Uh, this was just, not only was it a spectacle, but just what it did for just the black community as a whole, like just being a black man and being and talking to my black friends. It's crazy. Like people who don't even like know this stuff. I haven't even seen all the Marvel movies rush to see this one, man. Like it was, 
it was a change for us because yeah, it was a lot of a people's lot of, introduction to those films. You're right, it was absolutely so great intro. Yeah, for it really was, yeah. and it brought us. It brought a lot of people of color into the you know into the fandom, and I love that. It's uniting fans of color along with um, other fans, and it's just it's great, dude. I mean, I I can't explain enough like what the film just the film itself did for the black community. It just it it was enriching because seeing an all-black cast, you know, go so high, smash so many records. I haven't seen that in my lifetime. Um, just with that many in the cast, I mean, of course I've seen black leads. Nobody has, man. With all-black the cast, they man, broke, like, nobody's, you know, nobody's done what they've done ever. But that's just ever. so freaking awesome. It is, man. And I just, I, I love the movie, and I wanted to talk a little bit about the colors, because that was something I noticed about this movie a lot. Every scene you saw that was like in Wakanda was so beautiful, so colorful, so rich. Like it, it, it's just so vibrant in nature. Like the movie itself, it's such a good movie, man. Like I have, I really have zero complaints. Um, other than I wish they didn't kill Killmonger. He was such a good yeah. villain. I wanted him to come back. And Marvel, he could have had a, re- a, a huge redemption problem. arc. Wouldn't that have been yeah. cool if they, he could have re- oh, he could have redeemed man. himself and become an actual Wakandan, and like mm-hmm. him and him and uh, T'Challa could have gone on like future adventures together, um, you know? I just yeah, yeah I'm right there with you. I wish they didn't. So I think he did. Cool. And my I dad's like, I understood why Killmonger was angry. I understood it. Yeah, I'm like, there you go, Dad. You get it, you know? You feel for a bad guy, and it makes you go, oh crap! All of a sudden, and I think Marvel. Like, you're right, in the first phase, they're like, okay, you're, the bad guy is going to be the opposite of the good guy. They're going to fight mm-hmm. power for power, and it's going to just be, you know, might versus might. And then I think, I think with, with Killmonger, uh, they, they started a different approach towards the villain. I mean, Loki was what Loki was, but I just think that uh, some of my favorite films, like, are they the bad guy? I don't know. You put somebody in a certain situation, and, you know... The good people, it's good like, people will break. He or steals the versa. show, man. He steals yeah, he the show a did. lot. Yeah, because a he, lot of it. He had a, a motive that was incredibly relatable. Like, fuck, your people have been enslaved. Like, Motivated you want to just help it. them out. You want to give people resources, but it was just a step too much. You can't go to war with everyone right. and usurp everyone from the bottom up. Like, it's just... All you have to do, just like T'Challa did, and technically Killmonger won because he wanted to spread the resources. Something they didn't, they were so against doing that they didn't see that they were part of the problem. They weren't helping like they should have been. And Killmonger exposed that in them, and he technically, at the end of the day, his motive, albeit not the, not the war and the violence, but mm. just spreading the resources actually happened. And, and that is, it, it, it's like a, the villain hasn't really had an influence like that in Marvel. And that's just kind of where yeah. they mess up a lot of the time is their villain is just a recyclable. Like you were saying, the first the first phase is just kind of blow for blow, an opposite for an opposite. But now it's like yeah. the villains are becoming a lot closer to the heroes and therefore a lot more relatable making for a much better story because then, then you have multiple but, characters and that you can focus on. And the Wasp. 
but yeah, not yep. to like get off topic too much, but I mean the main that's that's to get the spoilers, but that's another one of those victim of circumstance bad guys, you know. It could have been you, could have been me, you know. We all could have been Eric Killmonger if we were in that yep. in that situation. And if he was doing what he was doing and we were doing it, was it a completely wrong? I don't know, man. That's the cool thing about it. I don't know. Would you do the same thing? Might. You might. I mean, especially in a situation like that, which I'll just go ahead and make you a bad guy. That's my next. That's my next one is Ant Man and the Wasp. I'm, I'm putting that on there. Um, okay. Number, <laughs> and number seven. Yep. I I would put Black Panther above that though. Just being honest and upfront. If you want to, we can um, shift it. We can shift it. Like I, I said, I just want to throw it out there because like I'm four. really pulling at straws with films here. I'm going to get into some that I don't know, not to, like, judge you, man, but I don't know if you've seen some of these weird movies that, like, I like. <laughs> so I'm trying to no, pick no, man, movies no. that we've all seen, man, you know? It's yeah, difficult. Yeah, no need to judge. I, I watch I, uh, a go ton to, of movies. You know, I, I watch them too, but the ones that I see in theater are generally the blockbusters because I can get into them for free. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Um but I have seen a couple oh, of the cool. smaller movies, so yeah, mention any mention any movies. I've seen a lot of movies this year. Oh, uh, cool! But um, Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah, go. Wow, uh, did that blow me away? Uh, in in terms of my, to be honest, I just I was like, eh, Ant Man and the Wasp. Okay, like it's just kind of the crutch here because think about it. In March, everybody we were all hyped for Avengers, so it's like. Mm, him in the in the wasp, do we really need that? And the uh Black Panther came and went and it was like, Wow, that was just so good. And then Marvel like wows us again with just a fun ride the whole time. Like this movie was super, super funny. And the pacing of it was almost I, I wanna say really well done because I really wasn't just like tipping off at any time I wasn't dozing off, I wasn't mm, just taking my attention off of it. No, it was really good from beginning to end, I thought. Uh, I loved the characters, loved the fact that we got to go to the quantum realm. Ah, and that's the, that's one thing that kind of threw me off. I just, I wish we got to go to the quantum realm more. Like, that was so cool to see uh, cells and molecular uh, organisms that small. It was awesome. Like, I just, I loved the CGI they did to it. I loved how they incorporated it into the story, but I just felt like they got into it so late. We didn't get the quantum realm that we really wanted, and maybe that'll be in the next movie. But um, this honestly could have yeah, been I think the they're Wasp gonna and Ant Man. I, I think this could have been, uh, yeah, for sure, man. Like, there's no way they could just leave it with that little pinch of time that Hank Pym spent in there. Like, no, they, go they did too many deeper. Na- yeah, they did too many drops. Like, don't get caught in a time loop. Quote. Don't get stuck <laughs> in a like. They, they 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 might as well just broke the fourth wall and looked right at me and said, "Hey, pay attention." <laughs> this is <laughs> right. Important. Guess what? It happened. <laughs> that didn't even bother me. I'm like, this is. I feel like this was. This was. This is a big called Ant Man and the Wasp exposition. Because it was giving us, you're, you know, and I'm sorry to cut you off. I'll save it for my thing. Go ahead and finish your, your your statement. Well, I just wanted to say that the Wasp was really a really good character in this movie, and I almost felt like it was the Wasp and Ant-Man sometimes. Like, I was like, she is kicking more ass than him. 
uh, like every time it was back on her, I'm like, wow, I was engaged, loved the choreography they incorporated with the size shrinking. That was that was so dope. Her jumping off his back mm-hmm. to um, kick Ghost in the face, like she was such a good character in this movie. Uh, <laughs> I, won't, mm-hmm. I won't spoil though, but I, I really yeah. liked her as a character. So I hope we see her again too. Oh man, dude, I'm super hyped for her. She was a bright spot. Um, the movie wasn't like. Um, I'm sorry. Are you are you cool? Are you done? Like I agree yeah, with yeah, you. Man. Like 100 percent everything you said. Like I, I I'm dope with. I'm okay with it being on the list. It should be. Um, you're right. Black Panther should be higher than it. Um, um, like I said, everything's an asterisk. But oh, um, you know, I had a lot of fun. I, I, I gave it. You know, I don't want to spoil my review of it. Um, so um, when we plug myself at the end of the channel, you guys can go check out my review. Uh, I had some minor pacing issues with it in the beginning a little bit. I was like, okay, the Marvel, some Marvel fanboys are going to get a little pissed off because it's a little too soft in the middle, you know, with the whole, uh, not in the middle, but the, the pacing in the middle, in the middle, I'm sorry, the beginning just felt like, okay, get to, get to the pun, you know, the, the heart of the story. I felt like it was dragging itself a little too much. Other than that, like, I didn't have a real big problem with it. For a comic book movie and an MCU film right after Infinity War, and I, I refer to it as like a, a hangover or kind of like, you know, a daze. Uh, it was, it was fun. It was funny. Like, I love fucking, I love Louise when he tells the story. Like, I definitely, like, um, I just, I love it. Like, I just think it's hilarious. Uh, like, he does the voices, and he speaks really fast, and they talk to him, like, you know, you put a, you put a nickel in, and you got to let it go through. It's like a human jukebox. I just think that that's funny. I want to see more Louise. I want to see Louise pop up in other people's movies. I want to see Louise and Bruce Banner go at it. I think that would be hilarious. Like, if you saw the Hulk, he'd be like, what's up, Hulk? What are you doing? You the whole guy right now? Oh, that's cool. Like I just think that would be hilarious. Like Louise was like, "Oh man, you the whole guy right now? That's so cool." Like yeah, like I just think that honestly uh, fill yeah. in for Stan Lee after a little while, you know. And his like, cameo he man had me weak. His cameo had me weak so bad. I tweeted it while I was watching yeah. the movie. I tweeted it. <laughs> I been mean, like that would be the best cameo of all time. And I did. I tweeted it right when I was watching the film. I was like, "Yes, Leo. Everything you said, Ant Man and the Wasp. It should have been called Wasp and the Ant Man. You're right. Evangeline Lilly crushed it. Crushed it. I love seeing her on. You're right. The choreography was great. I mean, she's just a badass character. Um, uh, you know, all over the place. You know, with her skills in fighting, she's very smart. I love the the dynamic that her and Scott have. Um, I like the fact that we saw a little bit more Michael Douglas. Um, it, I, I really did. I, I, I really did enjoy it. I really did. I liked it. Yeah, it was really enjoyable. And, and kind of going back to the villain, um, the character in this story, Ghost. I, I'll admit, at first, I did not like her. I was like, I, I wanted some more oh, punch. I, I, I wanted some more oomph. And I was like, why don't I? But I, I kind of saw cool. the cracks a little bit. Thinking about it, I was like. Okay, I kind of like though that she's not really a villain. She's just a character who's trying to save herself. Like Walter Goggins was the villain, Sonny Birch. I mean, I I guess he was pretty much the guy that was like just you know yeah, out I, could, street, I could I could gunning people down. That. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I could have done without, that without, without him. Yeah. yeah, I was like, yeah, that's. It, it, I like, was like, it just kind of seemed like oh, Goliath is going to be the bad, the big bad. Yeah. Goliath is the big bad. <laughs> 
I'd have been like, badass, are they going to fight? Is he going to get big too? No. God damn it. <laughs> that's, oh that's what God. I hoped for, man. Oh, is he going to fight Morpheus? That's badass. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, oh, man. Yeah. Fucking giant Lawrence Fishburne and giant Paul Rudd fighting against each other. Like, right. that would be so sick. Yeah. And when he talks about the it, Goliath initiative, like, that's what I thought they were going for. Like, I, they were working together, and he was, like, kind of helping her. So I was just like, okay, maybe things are, you know, maybe he's going to use a suit or something. But I just wish I know that, that they would have, like, hinted at the ghost throughout the MCU. I really wish they had a plan because originally, if they weren't going to be able to get Spider-Man from Sony, they were going to introduce Ant-Man in Civil War, but they went ahead and they got him, so they gave Ant-Man his movie, right? Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh, crap, it was okay, you know, we got to come up with a villain, but if they, if she was really around and S.H.I.E.L.D. was using her, I wish they would have used, I wish they would have sprinkled, if they could have planned for her and sprinkled her, and then when she appeared, I'm like, oh, that's the thing that keeps coming in and out from the other movies? I think her impact would have been way more, it had much more of an impact of a character. I think they kind of wasted her, cause like it was cool. Like, oh wow, she can face through shit, and 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 Shield was using yeah. her. Yeah. Oh, that's badass. I wish we could have seen that. So I don't know what they were thinking on that part. I had to give them major boo boos for that one. You know, the, I didn't this, even think about them, villain like, was sprinkling her. That would have been pretty awesome to just have her like popping up whenever Ant Man appears. Like maybe she popped up in the first one. Yeah. Right. At least show up in the end of like in the post credit scene of Ant-Man 2, of them, uh, of maybe even her putting the suit on and phasing through a wall or something. I don't know. And it would have just, I think we we would have appreciated this character a whole lot more. And she did a great job, don't get me wrong, but underused. Marvel has a tendency to focus on stuff and then kind of let, you know, little tiny little things go through the wayside. And I really think that he wasn't, Ant-Man wasn't really part of the whole plan up front. And they didn't really, because they didn't know if they were going to get Spider-Man. So they kind of just had to pull up a villain, I guess. It had a villain of the week flavor to it. And then the subplot of the of that southern guy trying to get in the, tr- not to spoil, but do you remember the truth serum? Yeah. <laughs> that was ridiculous, man. It was so ridiculous. Oh, my God. It, but, it was okay, truth so serum. I'm like, dude. And then it goes on for a long, and then and then, and then you're like, I can't tell if I, I think this is a freaking brilliant, hilarious, or an editing mistake. And like you don't know, but it's so awkward and so funny. But like, I don't want to spoil it for people. Like you'll get it when you see it. But it was, yeah. I'm sorry, but it was cool. I liked it. I agree. I I'm agree. just wondering with what we've seen from the set photos. The uh, mm-hmm. like the Ant Man or I'm sorry, excuse me, the Avengers Four set photos with uh, Ant Man with the with a, a device that almost looks like one of the time traveling devices. Um, I wonder if he's going to travel through. Yeah, I don't think now. it's time travel. Time travel. You don't think so? I, the risk, I, they, they I, all have it. Like, and, and I Stark, think it's, and I think a it's quantum. Of, I think they're because they talk about her existing mm-hmm. in all the multiple dimensions at once. And and and, it, and not to get too scientific on you, but time isn't linear. We just humans perceive it that way. So what's Absolutely. existing right now, 
So I really think that like if the quantum has to do with like quantum entanglement, then you're messing with time travel in a in a way. But I don't think it's going to be time travel the way that we think about it. Um, it's really weird, but I don't. I think it's going to be some kind of like other dimension infinity stone that he's bringing back to this to this realm. I don't know if it's direct time travel. That's not. That's that's just my theory. But if it is, it's not going to be like time travel like we think. I think we're going to see other dimensions. Like we're going to go to, like, it's going to. They're going to explain to us that in their universe, like the Battle of New York is just about to happen in this dimension. If you go here now, you might be able to get the the Tesseract. So they go there and they go to an alternate time dimension or alternate. Um, Reality, I guess. I don't know how you explain it. I'm not a real, I'm not a scientist. I'm a special education teacher. Anyway, so they <laughs> they get them that way. <laughs> I I I work with behavioral students and stuff like that. So like I'm I don't understand that stuff. My dad does, um, nerd. But anywho, I think that's what's gonna happen, and they're gonna like bring them that way. And I think that Tony's gonna assemble it. But anyway, go ahead. Do you think it's gonna that's be Tony? Because I don't know if it's, it's gonna God. be Tony. Uh, oh I man! Someone's got to wield it, and someone's got to die out, Tony. Who's gonna, who's gonna wield like, it and I don't... die for this fucking stones? I think so. Someone's got to die for the I think stone. he's gonna go to the ends of the earth for the Avengers, but somebody's gonna have to shake him, shake him to get back in, because I think they're gonna be shaken up, and it's probably gonna be Nebula due to the fact that she's with him. Um, it may not be her. It, she may some. They may somehow get back to the Earth. I don't know, but I mean, just knowing what I know from the comics, Nebula plays a big part. So it could possibly be her to kind of shake him back into the in the. I would be very disappointed if Nebula is the one that does it because a she's a minor character. B this isn't Nebula from the comic books. They didn't set her up to be the Nebula from the comic books, and I would be. And I don't like. I know the actress does a great job. I just think Nebula is such a. I don't like her character. She's a whiny brat. Oh come on! I understand why she is way the way she is, but it's, it has to be was like doing her in Infinity War, man. She, he was tearing her up. Like I, I, I know, feel like but Nebula doesn't get the the shit she deserves. Like especially just oh, knowing another podcast, what she does man. in the comics. That's a different just, podcast, just knowing bro. her role, I'm like, I want her to be important. Now, it might not be I, Nebula, but the reason why I'm saying it's Nebula is because she's with him. Like, who else can really – She's going to help. I just help. Can't see Tony, like – But she's not – it's not going to – you know, but has any of the Marvel films um, translated really well from their comic book counterparts? No. Every single no, one has been loosely adapted. So if, yep. she's, if she plays a big part, it will be the first time that they actually took a real big major plot thread and threw it in there. I mean, a huge one. With her grabbing that, because I remember I was old enough. I'm old. I'm 34, 35. I remember reading that comic book when he like, and snapped his fingers, bro. I was like, "What? What did he just do?" And then Spider-Man's like watching people disappear and shit. So it was backwards. Yeah, it happened different in the con- so. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, you know, if Nebula pulls out different. to be the one that takes out Thanos, you know, I'm, I can't really argue with it, but. I'm going to be extremely disappointed if Captain America or Tony Stark doesn't die. I, I agree. They, there has to be a major, major There needs sacrifice. to be death before and there can be growth. I think it's going to be Tony. I think it's going to be Tony because in um, so the who's Avengers, wield it? Steve is like, you wouldn't even take, like, they were talking about the um, crosswire, the, the wire. You wouldn't, even ta- you wouldn't even take a trap for the team, and 
Tony was like, no, I just cut the wire. And I think, yeah, I think he would, in this point, redeem himself and say, nope, I, you know, it actually flipped. I would take the bullet for the team. Um, I, I just, you don't think I could Tony took a bullet for the team the when ultimate. he got stabbed? No, no. I think he did, but I think he's going to continue to be that ultimate sacrifice in the next one. I don't think it's going to be Steve. He's the only Avenger that doesn't have a contract, man. <laughs> Do the math. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> <laughs> Could be both of them. Tim and Thor. Here. And they've already said Thor's gone, man. I think Thor's gone, too. I yeah, think Thor. I, if, he, um, if they come back at all, they're going to be in cameo roles. And, and I know Chris Evans wants to do more directing and get out of being Captain slash Canadian America. Um, <laughs> for, good, for good or bad, you know, like, let's not forget our favorite superheroes are Canadian. So, um, or British. I mean, Batman was, um, I'm okay with that. That was great. But anyway, yeah, so we had that fight. But anyway, um, yeah, I, I, I think Tony, you're right. I, oh man, I would love to see Captain America, um, die on the battlefield. I don't know why, but, um, I know he's not going to come back and I don't know. Bucky takes the, the torch. I don't know. If anything, it'll be interesting. If if Cap makes the sacrifice, it's gotta be on the field. Like it couldn't be some kind of like you know, get away from here. The building's exploding. Like I can see him like going head first like into a villain, trying his hardest. Um, so, yeah, it's got to go out like when he died him. on the grenade. It's got to go yeah. out like that. He's got to go out like that, like a hero. Mm-hmm. Right on the f- front he, line. Yeah, he can't be like you know like. Gamora and be tossed off a fucking cliff. That I would be so pissed, God, man. Was, don't do <laughs> that like that. You can't. Keep, you cannot do Cap Dirty. Like he survived World War Two, man. Do something better with this dude. He deserves a, an thought, honorable death. I thought Thanos was gonna kill him, man. Like when he when it, in the trailer oh. before the movie came out, and he caught on that. No, I, I, I like when he punches Captain America, he looks like a rag doll. Like poof. <laughs> oh man, just seeing the Avengers get their ass beat like that made my stomach hurt. I'm like, oh, fictional characters are making me physically emotional. Like, what the fudge? <laughs> they beat Stop the shit out of Thanos. Jesus, please, below. And then when, oh, but when Thor came, I was so happy, I almost cried. I was like, yes, now he's gonna get his ass kicked. <laughs> Redemption, and then all of a sudden he's like, shoot yeah. for the head. Boop. He's like, and then, oh, when Thor's like, what did you do? What did you do? He knew, and I was like, oh, my God. Like, I got goosebumps just thinking about that scene. Yeah. Because like, he knew, like, was... what did you do? I'm like, yeah, what did you do, Thanos? You grimace-looking ball chinian. I, I knew it, too. I knew when Thor was, like, talking to him. I was like, just, just kill him already. Fuck. Like, I had already known that Thanos was going to snap at that point. I was point. surprised that he even got a hit on him, though. I was really, su- I, I was really surprised that it, he got a hit on him. I really was. I was like, how is he going to defeat him? I don't know. But when it was the act, uh, my God, my wife Man. was like, you're such a nerd. Stop it. I'm like, oh, I can't because I didn't sit still the entire movie. I was rocking back on my seat sitting up. I didn't drink anything. I didn't eat any popcorn. I was just – I was – I don't know, man. I really just, you know, took the adultness away from myself and just enjoyed what I was watching. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, the biggest soap opera. I've been waiting so long for this. It didn't disappoint. And I can't believe that I was a late bloomer to the MCU. I can't believe I didn't start actually watching MCU movies until 2015. I was late to the party. 
because I was like, this is stupid. I don't like it. This is dumb. Turns out, it's not so stupid. Turns out, but hey, man, man you, you dig into it. Yeah, I'm sorry. We're getting way off topic. I apologize. No, it's all good. I was just going to say, like, you, you made it. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter when you come to the club. You joined because this – in, in coming in at 2015, what you at least knew, like, okay, three yeah. years later, we're going to be here. And it, got, it was fun for me to backlog it and watch all the other movies and then listen to people talking about it and then go behind the scenes like you all have been doing for a long time. And I'm like, oh, my God, like how they laughed at Kevin Feige, that shared universe movies. No one's going to do that. That's stupid. And they took yeah. a risk. I just like, oh, man, that's so respectable. And these films really aren't that bad. And I'm like, no, it's DC like hardcore all the way. Life. Zack Snyder, urgh, I'm hardcore. I mean, it's, it's I'm like, like we talked about last night, man. Uh, <laughs> these, these were characters that no one knew. This was Iron Man, Cap. Like, yeah, I mean, these, I knew these, yeah. In the mainstream people didn't them, really know these characters. Yeah. If you ask anyone, if you ask me at the time, right, before the MCU, before all that, like, oh, who are some of your favorite Marvel characters? I would have told you Spider-Man, Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wolverine, uh, Spider-Man, Hulk. Wolverine. I mean, I still liked Hulk. Hell, the I Hulk. mean, uh, Jawan was like, nobody really knew Hulk. And I was like, I sure did. Um, oh, man, I knew, but, uh, I knew, I knew like the X-Men. Hulk. X-Men. Yeah, huh? X-Men. Oh, man, yeah, I was, I was right with you. I, I grew up with the X-Men trading cards, you know, 1991 yeah. and something. I still have them. So when I think in Marvel, you're right, it was Spider-Man. Um, it was yep, Wolverine. Spider-Man, it was the mutant. Fantastic Four, even. Fantastic. I, like yeah. I mean, I never really was a fan of Fantastic Four. Yeah, but um, I was. I was really like. I really like the mutants. I really love the mutant in the Marvel universe yeah, thing. That was oh, my. That was man. really my thing. Yeah. And I. I like the street level heroes too. I really like like Iron Fist, Daredevil, Luke Cage. I like those comics. Daredevil. Daredevil was the shit. Yeah. The man I without fear, bro. Teams. You love Daredevil, right? <sighs> I mean, that in the show is just even better. But wow, we're just way oh, yeah. off topic. Um, the show yeah, threw we'll, me we'll off, too. Back. I was so presently surprised with how good the Marvel um, uh, show universe is compared to DC. We should do a show on that. Write that down. Oh, man. <laughs> DC, uh, DC Arrowverse? Comparing both. Were you talking, comparing were you talking about the Arrowverse? Yeah. Yeah, compare it. Uh, here's my thing sure. about the Arrowverse. Here's my thing about the Arrowverse. I, I like it. it for the simple fact that there are a, there are some diamonds in the rough in terms of the season. Those things need to be squeezed down to ten episodes, though. They have no business being twenty three episodes a season. That's raggedy, man. And there's too much like filler and in between crap. Like there's literally a flash episode that's like a musical. And I was like, what is I this know. bullshit? It's like, donkulous. It, it's ridiculous. The, the the filler is what destroys those series so much. The crossovers is what saves them, though, because those crossover episodes are time, and they need and, – and it's just like stay within that 10 to 13 like Marvel has. Keep it tight and do some crossovers here and there. Uh, have you seen the Luke Cage? Oh, yeah. The new season? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, I liked it. I really did. Yeah, I, like love that, they, uh, I love the villain um, – yeah, it was way better. Than the first he was of Luke way Cage. better in the season. Yeah, um, I I um I burned through that. I I found myself um really engaged with it, believe it or not. And I don't um, necessarily 
I don't know. Like at first, I was like, "Oh, Luke Cage." I don't, I don't think they're doing this guy right. I don't think they're doing him justice. I, I think he could do so much more, and I think that they kind of gave us a little bit more of that this season. So I was really cool. I like Luke Cage. I think he's yeah, cool. it was so dope, man. But I, we won't remain too much off topic here. We'll head on over oh, man, to the next uh, number here. Yeah, we strayed quite a bit. Um, we're we're sitting at number six, Chris. What do you want to put on the list next? Hello? Chris? Oh, can you hear me? Sorry, I had you muted. I was talking to myself for a second. I apologize. Um, no, no, you're good, man. We're number six, right? Oh, shoot. Yep. Oh, I'm, I'm rechecking my list and checking it twice. I think I'm going to, because if you, I'm doing six, that means you're going to do, um, Five, right? And I'll come back with four. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm going to go with Annihilation, the Natalie Portman movie. Nice. Have you seen that? Yeah. Yeah, I have. It's really good, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I had to come back to it, and uh, not to get too off topic, a, a part of my channel, I'm going to do a where I come back to films and, and give them like a re re review or whatever. Uh, Cause that one I came back to and was like, Oh crap. It was based off a book and I really went and looked into it and I have a newfound respect for it, but I thought it was really good. Natalie Portman's character. Um, they had some pretty interesting twists. Uh, the, the color palette was amazing. Like I oh love the ensemble. So um, the music is just fucking weird. And they had this like creature that had the mimic, it mimic human voices. I was like, yeah. Oh my God, it's so fucking creepy. I right. It, it, it tore what's but, her name up. <laughs> oh, it sure did. Audience. And it was, it's very odd and it's very, it doesn't explain anything to you. Um, you know, Isaac, what's his, what's his name? Isaac, what's his Oscar name? Oscar Isaac, oh, yeah, he's so Oscar good. Isaac, Oscar Isaac, yeah. It's phenomenal. It, it, I, I think you're going to have to watch it more than once, but it definitely deserves to be on this list. Um, Natalie Portman, you know, she's phenomenal. Like I said, the all-female cast, the music is great, the color's awesome. The, the, the story doesn't follow the book so much. Um, from what I've read, I haven't read the book, so from what I gather, it's not completely... 100% faithful, but um, it brings um, uh, Jennifer Jason Leah, I believe, isn't it, right? Um, what, who's um, that? Jennifer J. What? I'm sorry, Jennifer. Isn't it Jennifer Jason Leah? I'm sorry, I can't remember her name. Uh, yeah, the older lady, the doctor who had who was sick. Yep, um, Jennifer Jason Leigh. Yeah, so it was good to see her in, in, in a role like that again. Um, if that's not her name, we apologize, or I do. I'm the one who said it. But, yeah, I think I think we should put that yep, on the that's list. Yeah, that's her. Should be. Okay, cool. Um, I really liked it. It's one of those rare movies that me and my wife both like. Um, so uh, I'm going to put it on there. What are your yeah, thoughts? Yeah, man, I actually just rewatched this today. Today? Yeah, today. Um, got up, oh, cool. got up a little bit early, and uh, I, I watched it a second time because I had seen it on one of those like top lists, and I was like, let me go take another gander of this because the first time I was like, this is weird as hell, and then the second time I went back and watched it, and I was like, wow, I love the fascinating colors, the alligator, 
the freaking like alligator mutant shark thing. Like that was so oh, cool yeah. that oh, yeah. uh, attacked Tessa Thompson's character at the beginning. Like I and, oh, yeah. and I liked but how I was like that Valkyrie's in it. Yeah. Yep. Valkyrie. <laughs> Uh, Tessa Thompson's in it. Uh, Gina Rodriguez. I know she's from uh, that talking about Jane or what, what's that on Netflix? Something with Jane. Oh, Jane the Virgin. I know she's from that show. Um, oh, is that what she's from? Okay. <laughs> she was, she's a little more hardcore than a role in that. I've only seen a few episodes of that show, but she was like a lot harsher in this, and I like the fact that she could just pivot roles like that. So she did a great yeah, job. Yeah, range. Was really yeah. good here. Um, Oscar Isaac. I just, I kind of wanted to see a little bit more of his stuff. Yes, like, more. They only had the two videos, and I was like, man, I would have loved if, like, when she, when they settled in on the camp, she saw a video. Like, when they got to the next location, she saw a video. Like, it would have been cool to like string his story together a little bit more. I thought it was just kind of sprinkled in, and I thought it could have been expanded upon a little. But it was good, um, especially that really uh obscure like clone thing at the end that was nuts that double um yeah like i'm so <laughs> like i'm tripping right fucking, now <laughs> I, like, you know I one thing that bothers me though to... leo is that like did we need to like like i really like that character and then when i found out she was cheating on her husband like i instantly yeah. hated it i instantly oh, went man. fucking don't care about you anymore natalie portman and I don't know, I'm, I apologize, I just spoiler alerted, and I'm sorry, it's not, it's not detrimental to the actual story, it has really nothing to do with the main focus, it's a subplot. But it, it was kind of but like it, really, it didn't need to be there, like Jesus, like we're going through enough, we got this cool event going on, and you want to fucking talk about like, you know, ooh, she, she, she wasn't faithful, and she feels crummy about it, I get it, you got remorse, um, you know, there's, I think there's, you know, it didn't need to be there. It could have just opened up with her and him coming home and that weird encounter in the kitchen with the water. We didn't need that backstory. I think that kind of, that's what, you know, you're right. The first time I viewed it, man, I was like, what? This is weird. I I, I immediately went and did a review and I'm like, I, it sucks. <laughs> you know, I did. And I was like, you know yeah. what? A couple of weeks ago, I checked it out again and I was like, I was wrong. I actually wanted to call your <clears throat> review out. I, I viewed that one, um, the Annihilation review you did, and when you were talking about the, the budget, I really, I, I saw that. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Did you, though? Like, like, you know well, what I mean, man. though? Yeah, you, you could just tell. Um, the creatures weren't even on screen that long. And yeah, they didn't, it, they, they weren't up to par with today's standards. You could tell. They were kind of cheesy and but I mean, it worked itself out. Had a very interesting yeah, and it, story and mind-boggling. Right, and as a filmmaker, I appreciated that, and I know that like I I kind of said something about like it felt like a made-for-TV movie sprawled out, you know, like a three-part episode sprawled out on a movie, um, like cinematic. You're right, and you know that it, it's still true. Like I'll say that to this day, but I'm, but I think the biggest thing that like me and you both we went back in gave it a second chance and we do things that a lot of people don't do you know we went back and went to, admitted that you know maybe we could change our tone and and we we both did in the same movie so um and what made me think about that was i had talked about it at work with a couple of friends right after we had seen it 
Um, and mm-hmm. we were just, like, talking about how obscure it was. It was just, like, so hard to wrap your head around. But I was like, I could think of a couple of movies that were kind of like that. I know when I first saw Memento, I was like, what what the hell is this movie? And then the second time yeah. I seen it, I was like, wow. Um, love it. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. So Memento. I went back oh, knowing that that obscurity was not a weakness. Um, it was just maybe it needed another viewing. Maybe I just didn't really yeah. catch on. And the first time I did it. Um, and didn't they, like, release it on Netflix and other countries? Like, that that kind of stuff is just lame. Give it yeah. to us, man. <laughs> like, I wanted to see that yeah. for free. Um, do a Clover um, Yeah, it was on – uh, oh. you know, I will say right now, a buddy of mine sent me a copy of it. So Oh, a screener? Um, nice. Uh, yeah, so that's what I got to watch. And, um, yeah, I just – you know, like I said, yeah, but it's not. I still think it. You know, the rewatch bumped it up for me. You know, it it might even not even make the list at the end of the year, but I think that you know there's a place for it, um, just because um, it's originalness. You know, and yeah, that one and scene like with that. the creepy dog monster that oh, speaks. And, thing. Oh my God. It, yeah. It opens his mouth and you're expecting a growl, but it's like an echoey cry of a woman's voice. Oh my gosh. Oh, oh, crazy, bro. Yeah. That's, it was, it was Cass's Cass's voice. That shit was gross. Yeah. It was terrifying. So yeah, that's my thought. And it's cool that it kind of, you know, wraps some jump scares in the, in the foyer and, Put put a little bit of elements of horror into it. Like it was, it was a pretty balanced movie. Um, I, I I think once the end of the year comes around, I probably won't keep this on my list. But it uh, takes it for it, now. I'm hoping kind a of, couple other. Yeah. Yeah, I'm hoping some other movies will be better. Namely, Aquaman. Really hoping that'll just tear. Dude, I'm hoping Shazam. That's 2019, is it? I thought it was coming out this December. No, that's Aquaman, dude. Uh, Shazam is uh, April 2019. Is an April movie that's going to be based on Christmas? Shazam? Yeah, Shazam is set at Christmas time. Yeah, I guess so. Christmas movie uh, in April. I didn't hear about serious? Shazam. Oh. I didn't hear about Shazam being set in a Christmas environment that's new to me yeah i know i read that well, somewhere yeah. i commented on twitter about it i don't know man i haven't seen anything about it taking place during christmas time but are you thinking maybe of uh spider-man that new spider-man movie into the spider no. maybe no i'm not talking no 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 not not the animated movie no 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 I really do. I, I I think I read it. I can't remember where I did, but it was it was was you know, it was set around uh, the holiday season. I think is what I read because I was commenting I on somebody who says who said that that was stupid and it dated the film. It made you know, I know what I mean. It gave Aquaman it a, is set or not set in Christmas time, but comes out around Christmas in December. Hmm. Maybe I just have my facts messed up. That's possibly it. I don't know. Anyway, but yeah, I I'm, ex- I'm still excited for the film whenever it comes out. I don't know if it's going to be 2018, whatever. Still excited for it. 
Yeah, I, I hope that um, Aquaman can be really good, that Into the Spider-Verse looks really good. Um, mm-hmm. I know this isn't exactly for adults, but that Teen Titans Go doesn't look too bad. It looks kind of funny. Yeah, I think I'm going to check it out once it comes you know, available on, like, so uh, streaming media. I'm not going to pay money to watch it, though. No, 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 no. I, I wouldn't pay. I think the references um, that they make fun of themselves, I think that that's what I'm going to watch it for. Like, aha, they're breaking the fourth wall. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, I'll get the little Deadpool. references. <laughs> right. Deadpool. I'm not Deadpool. <laughs> okay, so, yeah. Not Deadpool. Right. Okay, not Deadpool. Yeah, man. But we'll ha- we'll sail on over to number five. Um, and I'm going to go with Isle of Dogs. Uh, I really, really love that claymation, stop-motion style of animation. Um, love the Japanese themes in this movie. Loved all the characters. Didn't really expect that um, Chief's character was going to go that far, but I thought that was cool that they <clears throat> made him a much more significant dog by the end. Um, love Wes Anderson movies anyway. It just reminded me of Fantastic Mr. Fox just because they're both that stop-motion animation style. Uh, and it was just really good to me. Um, definitely a little, a few more adult themes, maybe not for the kids, but it's a good movie for just about anyone. Um, and I just, I really liked that one. I didn't have any complaints really. I thought it was a good movie. I didn't think it was too long. It didn't feel too long. So I just thought it was a great movie, man. Um, what did you think? I've actually not seen it. Really? Oh, man. It's so good. Like it, it wraps you up in the entire adventure, and you just get really, really excited to see what's coming next. Um, like I said, it's got great pacing, and it's got some cool shots for an animated film. Like It's got some really groovy like wide shots, and it just kind of... It, it's got a great tight-knit plot. Um, it's about... It kind of seems a little weird at first. Like, I know, I know I was talking to some people, and they're like, eh, not really interested. But once you, like, see the movie, you're like, okay, this is kind of interesting. The dogs have contracted, like, a virus that can be spread to humans. So the mayor of oh. this uh, city removes all the dogs and has them put on this island that's basically just a bunch of trash. Um, and they're trying to, like, fend for themselves and trying to save themselves um, from from – uh, dying, so it's it's like a really cool movie. Um, huh. The main character is like a little Japanese boy who goes to the trash island in search of his dog. So they're like searching for his dog and helping him out, and it's like a team of cool of dogs um, helping him out. I know Jeff Goldblum is one of the voices. Ed Norton, it's got a good voice cast. Um, it's oh, really cool. really fun ride. Yeah, definitely going to check it out. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and put that at number five. Um, did you have something in mind for number four? Uh, let's, let's review the notes real quick. Um, so if I get four, you get three. I get two, you get one, right? Yeah. Um, so with that being said, I'm going to bump up. I'm going to do it before, I don't know, before you take it. I'm doing a quiet place. Ooh, yeah. Have you seen that? Yeah. Yeah. It's dope. Um, 
But I I I love it. Um, anything that's um, unconventional or uh, automatically gets a point for me. Anything that's unconventional and surprisingly good gets double points. And I was surprised a few times about how good this film is. Especially, I had my I had my doubts when it was John Krasinski um, coming in as a, a writer director, so to speak. Um, not so to speak. He was. I apologize. He was writer director. Uh, I know he's a phenomenal actor. He's great in the office. Uh, I just, you know, I, as a filmmaker, and I started off as an actor myself, it's very hard to do both and and do both well um, because it, being a director is one of the most challenging things um, you'll ever put yourself through. Um, if you want your outcome to be good, it's doubly hard. And, and, and then putting yourself in front of the camera, which is why a lot of writer-directors, put themselves in roles, but not in the starring role. Like that, uh, Ben Affleck did, um, we all know Fargo, but look at his screen time, what he was doing. It wasn't very hard. It was simple. And he was behind the cameras making sure everything was going, doing everything he wanted to do. And he put himself in a role that he could get in and out of real quick. And it wasn't hindering him. He didn't need to be in it all the time. You know what I'm saying? So um, it worked in that capacity. I didn't know how it was going to work for this. And then, you know, not being able to talk, but, the more you look into it, the more you, you know, give Emily Blunt and the, the kid actors a chance. I think with the first – dude, within the first five minutes of this film, if you're not interested in it, I don't know what's wrong with you. I really don't. Uh, it's pretty good. Um, uh, and then, you know, the not t- speaking a lot part kind of was like, oh, crap, this is going to be good. It, it, didn't, it did not hinder my enjoyment of the film, and I don't think it's going to hinder anybody's enjoyment of the film. Um, and it had strikes against it. What I'm trying to say is I didn't really have high expectations for it. I saw it and it blew away my expectations. And, um, Ooh, me neither, did, man. Yeah, so I think it was a great original story, great acting all around, fantastic cinematography, great original story. Um, I'd recommend this one, definitely. Um, you probably could go a little higher maybe, but um, – uh, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm just gonna go a quiet place, man. What are your thoughts? Man, this movie was so good. Uh, the, I remember first sitting down on the movie and like before the movie started, because um, I, I, I go to the premiere screenings uh, for these movies, so it's like a lot of movie reviewers around town. Um, some oh, who are cool. popping through town and stuff, and uh, so I get to kind of just chit chat with them sometimes or chat with my friends. Um, and I was talking with a friend who was also like a huge movie buff and we worked at the same job at the time. And she, we had just talked a little bit about some films before we were, I think we were chatting about like Black Panther and all kind of stuff. And even through the pre, I mean, there's no previews in the screenings. There's full that have previews, but this one got straight into the movie, dude. And I promise you, as soon as the movie started, everybody shut up. Like, I mean, it, it, everybody was talking before, but as soon as that like, oh, yeah. came on and, that's like, how my theater was. It was, like, quiet. Yeah. Just I, yeah. silent. Like, no babies, no screaming, no crying. I mean, I, I would hope there would be none in this movie, but you never know in these days. Um, oh, yeah. But there's, true. like, no no noises, no popcorn ruffling, no no eating. Like, everyone was just drop-dead silent. Like, I was... <laughs> I, I was you felt like you had to be man. quiet and look, or you're going to miss something. Yeah. That's how I felt. It was like, wow. Just focus. Like it, it was, there was nothing at that moment that could take my eyes off that screen. And I had 
admittedly, I had like this meal deal and I had like a bag of chips and I was rustling around in them before the movie. And then I just like put them away as soon as the movie started. Cause I just had to pay attention. Great, great characters. It is so hard, so hard to even just make just characters who don't talk, um, come to life. And they did it with the, the an entire movie, which yeah. barely has any dialogue. So it's just, it's amazing the storytelling that the visual storytelling that went on in this movie. Um, I was, I was pretty yeah. nervous through a lot of the film because, because that lack of sound, I was always on my feet and, and I don't, I, I maybe wouldn't call this like jump scare. Like, Oh my God, I'm going to have nightmares tonight. But I was definitely paranoid. Um, it definitely had, oh, yeah, definitely had my heart, heart beating. Like it was unnerving. Yeah. yeah. It was perfect. And, it was and, like unsettling. And, like, Oh, yeah, and another thing I forgot to mention, I apologize to cut you off of this. Um, the fact that in, um, it, it, you think it's a spoiler to mention? I don't know. I don't know. Now I'm now I'm, I'm apprehensive to explain uh, if it's a spoiler or not. not like you know what I'm talking anything. about the the you know the decision they after make after the beginning him. scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. open up and we reveal that the mom is you know. Is that a spoiler? Think it's so much that she spoiler. is. No, she's. I don't. Okay, so I can say it. You think it's cool yeah, to say it? Okay, she's yeah. pregnant, and you can't make mm-hmm. noises. And I'm a new father. My daughter doesn't stop making noise unless she's passed the fuck out. <laughs> like, how do you keep a kid quiet, especially an infant, a newborn? <laughs> I'm thinking to myself the whole time I'm watching this, like, oh my god, that's fucking baby. Like, oh my god, you know. So I'm thinking, oh, dude, this this played on my heartstrings. It pulled on my 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 real emotions. You know what I mean? And it really mm-hmm. got me, you know, it really it really pulled what I love about film so much is the emotional things that it, the roller coasters it can put you through. So this one hits it for me as uh, I'm not a big horror film fan, but this year so far, honestly, I've, I've watched a couple few good horror films. I still have yet to see Hereditary. I really want to catch oh, that. Oh, man. Uh, it's on. I've heard nothing yeah, but good things. Oh, it, you got to watch it with a great headspace, man. I would expl- I would tell you to just kind of like drop your expectations, put them on the floor, watch what you're watching. Everything that they're showing you is for a reason. That's all I'm going to tell you, okay? And then go and watch that film. You got it. I'll do it I think you'll, it I think like you'll get it. Yeah. Pay like it's a dope film. Oh, yeah. I had to, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I had to go have somebody explain that thing to me. I think I said it in my review. Uh, it took me a while. I had to, like, go and do some research and do some thinking of my own. Like, what was I, what? Oh, and then when it clicked, I'm like, ah, ah. So go ahead, man. That's all I'm going to say about that. And I hope, <laughs> hopefully, I just, but yeah, go ahead, man. Get me off this topic before I spill my beans. Oh, man. I just, I just think of Quiet Place and even Hereditary, I'm sure it's great. I, I definitely think this year has been a great year for horror. Um, we, we haven't got years where we just had several big hitters like this. It's usually just like an it and then that's it. We even had some dry years, man. Um, and I, I think the first purge looks good to me. Um, I don't know how good it's going to be. But this looks like it could be a really good film. Um, and I and I've heard, man, it freaks me out. It freaks you out, yeah. Just the 
Because it's not far. I don't think our society is that fucking crazy from doing something like that for real. That's yeah. why that purge thing scares me. Some nut job down the road is going to be like, hey, you remember that movie? It worked for them. Let's try it. No. No, 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 no. Let's not try it. <laughs> That's not. Do you want to live your life like that? Hell no. That's that's my type of horror film. That's a horror film to me. Straight the fuck up. Scary to me. Like more scary than Freddy coming out of my dreams, dude. Way more. When I watched the first one, Ethan Hawke and his family running around like this, fucking insane. This is insane. And I was terrified. Like that to me. And watching real, you know, real human. You know why? Because out there in the real world, man, there's some real bad, evil crap going on. And it's just as scary as any monster Hollywood can make up. And the thing that mm-hmm. scares me the most is it could be right next door. And that's not a joke. <laughs> it's not yeah. a joke. I mean, it's like, so, think about it. In that scenario, if something like that happened where, you know, the president approved, like, yeah, just go ahead and open and it up. And you're not prepared like, for a purge? You're and you're not prepared. You're, you're right. Dead. Somebody, Jimmy, right down the street, a kid could kill you. A kid could try to kill you. And it's yeah. not any adult, anyone. I mean, it's like anything at that point could happen. You could step outside, get into your car, and somebody could run their car right into the side of yours and T-bone and kill you. I mean, it, it just... Yeah, unless... It, yeah, unless it, you have it's crazy. Security system, you know, or whatever. Right. So, yeah, that's insane. And I don't know if this if, if this country is, you know... The, the thought of that actually happening in real life is what's, you know, that's terrifying because I don't think that that's too far-fetched. I agree, man. Um, and, you know, you, you get to a quiet place, and that one's, that one's almost harsh top. Um, I'll say that one's a, a really good one because the next one I want to put on here is Deadpool 2, although I don't really think it's necessarily better than a quiet place. I do think it's in the top ten. Uh, this was a yeah, sequel that you nobody could ask for. I mean, Everyone could have asked for, excuse me. Um, it was better than the first in every way, in my opinion. I thought the comedy was better, the action was better, the characters were better. The fact, all right, this is, I, I'm sorry, folks, Deadpool 2 has been out for a little while. Um, I won't spoil too deep, but let's just say the X-Force, what, what happened with the X-Force was very unexpected. No, man, I know that people think it's unexpected, but, like, I was thinking to myself, God, you got to expect the unexpected when you're watching Deadpool. I didn't expect that, though. You're right. I didn't see that coming. I'm like, if you saw that coming, you're an oracle, man, because I did not see that coming at all. I I was feeling it, too, man, with the rock music. In the middle yeah. of a... And I'm like, oh, man, they're going to come in with some badass shit. And then it just, oh, man, oh, my God, that's hilarious. <laughs> not quite. It really... I, was like, I felt I, bad I for average... That. I felt bad for what? what's his face? Peter? Is that his name? Yeah. <laughs> I felt so bad for that dude. He didn't belong there. Like, <laughs> he really shouldn't have been He was there. just trying to help for the time, you know? He just... thought it looked fun. What's your superpower? I have type 1 and type 2 diabetes. <laughs> Dude, I want a tattoo oh. of Peter on my arm. Like I really do. In memory of Peter, like I want to live my life as dangerous as Peter did. Live on the edge. Do it for Peter. Um, his buddy's name is Weasel, right? 
Which what? Deadpool's buddy's Who? name is Weasel. In the movie? Yeah. You mean the um the 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 character's name? Yeah, the character. With the glasses? I don't know what that guy's name is. I really don't. I don't remember. I Weasel. Even in the first I'm film. Mistaken. Is this, I don't know. I just call him. Uh, his name's like T.J. What? What the hell his name is? Whatever. I call him that dude. Because he plays he, T.J. Miller plays T.J. Miller in everything. Like he's oh, always T.J. Miller. <laughs> like oh, fuck that. I hate. Like he has no range. And from what I hear, he's a real asshole. But no, T.J. Miller. Yeah, like well, yeah. T.J. Miller plays his best friend, not Weasel. Like it's T.J. Miller. He was like, like he, he was like involved with some sexual harassment. So they like cut yeah. a bunch of him from the movie. Like he had a lot. I do like they it when they edited like, him out. You can, you can torture me. I'm never gonna tell. And they're like he's barely like, and he spills his beans. Oh, that was <laughs> that, that was kind of funny. What he what he did what he told on him, and then like and like and then like you know I wasn't even mad because he's a pussy. Excuse my language, but he's a wimp. What was he gonna do? You know, he avoids yeah, fighting. He's, you know, you think cables like shit. torturing him. He says, he's gonna, he's not gonna give out. You know, he narc man. He's a narc. He has narc written all over him. Well, it was all part of a plan, though. Yeah, but we he, didn't know he, that he had time. it predetermined. Yeah, but was, at the time, <laughs> I kind of had a hunch. I didn't think Homeboy was gonna sell Deadpool out like that. I was like, nah. I don't think he'll sell his homie out. So he. He ended up pulling through. Uh, the only, I'll say this: loved, loved Domino. Wow. Uh, yeah, she's cool. Really liked Zazie Beat's performance as Domino. I thought she was a great character. She was funny. She had great energy. Um, I thought there could have been a better cable. And maybe, maybe this is just because I know Brolin is and Thanos, and he did such a great job as Thanos. I felt like yeah. he kind of carried that energy over to Cable a little bit, and I was not impressed. Um, I thought Cable could have been more, okay. ac- more yeah. comically accurate. Like you were saying, like, yeah, I had problems with Cable a little bit. I didn't have problems with Josh Brolin. I thought his Cable was funny, and I love the cameo with Matt Damon about the toilet paper or whatever they're talking about. I forget. Yeah, and uh, Brad Pitt, the, 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 the superior or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> Brad Pitt. The Vanisher, yeah, the Vanisher. The Vanisher. Like, is that right? Is that God, I can't wait for that movie to come out on DVD or Blu-ray. Anyway, um, <laughs> Cable did the same fucking fight move every single time. Did you notice that? Grab his arm, break his gun, take his gun, punch him. Grab his arm, break his gun, take his gun, punch him. He never kicked anybody. He was all top ma- caught McGraw on it the whole damn time. And it just wow. bothered me. I was like, oh, my God, do something else. Rewatch it. I didn't notice it. that, Every but time I, he fights, I noticed he did have boring choreography. He's, like, beating up people with, like, the same moves. Like, he'll grab a gun, grab his arm, pull it away. And, like, he keeps – he's fighting very close quarter combat style. Very Batman, um, you know, Nolan verse. Very in-your-face, boom, oh one punch, you're dead. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. And you look back on it, I love Nolan, but you look back on it, that, man, it, imagine if yeah, Nolan Batman fought Ben's Batman, right, and he's like, wait a minute, you actually punched me. I'm like, yeah, in my universe, I fuck that slack. And he's like, my universe, 
I go close to them and they fall down. Now, so I would love. To and he looked fight. like he needed five or six sandwiches. He was like, dude, skinny <laughs> Batman. He's all thin and shit. Like, no, nah, I know how he needs about ten, fifteen pounds of muscle on him. All little. Oh, like, right. I'm I, not even scared of him. I'm not even nervous. Like, when Batman hits the screen, I need to be like, look, if I see that dude, I'm running. Like, there's no way. Um, right. That's this why guy I love was, him. One of the oh, menacing. He scared criminals. He scared bad guys. He made bad guys afraid. You got to respect somebody who can make a bad guy scared. I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. You want to intimidate. You know, you got to be the guy that intimidates bad guys. And I just and no I, I love the second EVS. That was the best part. Everything else was kind of eh. The Batman was right. Yeah, right. And I like yeah. To get off, we yeah, we're getting like super off. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll give it to you, man, for number three here. Um, is it number three? Wait, that was, that was number three, wasn't it? No. Mm-hmm. Wait, which number? What number are we on? I can't remember. I gave. Three. Would I just do a quiet place? Was that the one? I oh just no, gave? I'm sorry. Or did you We're just on two. We're on two. We're on two. Because I put that both yeah. at three. So we're at two, right? Yep. I'm gonna go with. You were never really here. Have you seen Is that? that? The name of the movie? Nope. Yeah. Uh, Walking Phoenix. Um, uh, Lynn Ramsey. Um, how do you how do I explain this film? Um, it has something to do with like sex trafficking and Joaquin Phoenix's character basically is like the guy that goes and gets these girls back and just like he, the brutality of it. The oh my god, the the pacing and the way that this film is told. Um, it introduces you right into the world and it just starts, boom, you're in it. It doesn't explain anything to you. It's not told to you what's going on. You have to listen to the dialogue and the disposition and the interactions between the characters. The acting is superb. It leaves you going, oh, my God. Like I think it's one of Joaquin Phoenix's best performances. Um, that's why I'm so hyped. Everyone's talking so much shit about this guy playing the Joker. I don't at this point, I don't really care if there's two Jokers in this universe because I don't know what the hell's going on. Oh, but man, I really I, do I think do. that we'll see a different... You want to talk about seeing a different Joker? You want to talk about seeing... Um, I just think that Joaquin Phoenix... I, I, I just remember him as Gladiator. Think of that Claudius. Or I think was, I forget who he was, but he was just... It's such a fucking... Uh, he, has, he can do this evil in a different way. I think that... Um, you know, I think they should give him that story, but don't call it the personally. Don't call it the Joker. Call him somebody else. Make up a fictional name. People will go see it. You know what I mean? Like no. they're inspired oh, by the no. Joker, or whatever. And give Jared Leto his movie. That's cool. But I'm. I mean, if they're not going to do it, and they're going to give you this Joker. I'm excited because I thought he did a fantastic job in in this film. Um, so I've been a big fan of him. You know. I, I just think that this film, for me, as a, as um, just like an, uh, I respect art. This is a kind of an art slow burn. This is, may not be for everybody. People are like, oh, it's boring. My, my wife thought it was boring, but got great characters. 
you're in the right mood for it, it it's pretty uh, shocking at times. And there's some brutality in it, man. And the actor just, I'm a sucker for a great, um, for great acting that makes you forget you're watching, you know, you, you feel like, you know, every time you watch Walking Phoenix play a character, you got, you feel like he is that guy almost. He just does a fantastic <laughs> job of encompassing the role he's put himself into and picking the ones. And for me, I just, um, uh, I'm, I'm, I just love it and I'm a sucker for it. So I, I'm going to put that right now as number two, um, on my list. Okay. Um, it sounds like something that like would really be like almost necessary to see. <laughs> to be honest, like yeah, I awesome. definitely I think you should check it out. And I, as a yeah, like as an actor, I love Joaquin Phoenix. Um, he's actually I, speaking of the Joker origin movie. Um, I know that they've got him billed as Jack Napier, who DC revealed is Joker's actual name now. So Napier. I know he's gonna be playing that character. Yeah, Napier. Um I know he's gonna be playing that character. So maybe it'll be a little bit more about the Joker before he actually becomes the Joker. Which if that's the case, I'm all okay. Like if you're telling me I get to see Joaquin Phoenix like play kinda like a pre Joker transitioning into the Joker type of deal, I'm I'm all like I'm all for it. Continue yeah, to I let think that, I really do think let everything else go. Like, I don't mind, but I, I would, dude. I, yeah, I'm down. He's gonna put um, himself actually, in the role. I'm telling you, he's gonna be better than Jared Leto. I swear. I, I was swear. gonna say, I'm actually would be more in the mood for that than another Jared Leto movie. I or another Jared Leto Joker movie. I don't need another Jared Leto Joker uh, movie. I don't need that. I, I, I like him. I, I, Suicide Squad, sorta. But like I, I don't need a full movie like of Joker him, not theory. yet. Yeah, did I like I Jared Leto's too, Joker? But... Sorta, but I just I love the Joker character, so I have no problems like, you know, reciting some of the Joker lines from Suicide Squad, even though I don't like that Joker too much. I just thought, you know, I like it just because like uh... someone said you want chocolate ice cream. Yeah, I want chocolate ice cream because I like chocolate ice cream. But, you know, I don't. I can't tell you whose chocolate ice cream is better. It's just I like chocolate ice cream, and I think you give me a little bit of it, I'm not going to be disappointed. But is it the best chocolate ice cream I've ever had? Probably not. <laughs> but it's chocolate ice cream. I hear you. But it's chocolate it's ice just, cream. I don't take some. I don't know about that. <laughs> like, I, I don't, don't know about him getting that. So if you, yeah, I don't you know about Joker films. Film, go ahead. No, uh, no, I don't know, Waste man. That's money. just where I'm at. I don't know. <laughs> I'm out of hell there. Uh, just because, because like, I'm so between this Joker and I'm like, dude, they cut his most integral scenes out of the movie's theatrical cut. So who's to say what they would do to a Joker movie? They would tear that apart, I feel. And if you can get a new Joker who could do a, a great job in the origin, I'm down. And then have Jared Leto appear in a, Bat, in a Batman film or whatever. Cool. I'm all for that. And you know what? I actually would be down for them, like, introducing that origin Joker and then introducing, like, a younger Batman or something. I'm down. If y'all want to do the origin route, go for it. That's one thing Marvel hasn't done and something that DC could do different that could work. Like, I would love it. Like, if they can reboot the franchise that way and, like, tease at the end, like, Joker's Rising, like, 
and like, and like you just go to a, you just go to a slow pan of like up to a building, and there's someone's you know a young well dressed man's reading a newspaper, and someone says, "I don't know what's going to be done about this guy." And he peeks his head up and he says, I know somebody. Oh, I know. You know, it's Bruce Wayne says something like, I have an idea. And it's just Bruce. You can tell it's Bruce Wayne. Or you pull back and it's Wayne Corp or something like that. Boom, roll credit. You're like, shit. Exactly. Now like, that you've whoa, got competition. Like, you reboot yep. the franchise with Joker. Oh, that would be so awesome. And then put Batman in after Joker and have it as like, oh, Joker runs into Batman and this yeah, a, Joker caused the Batman instead of the other way around. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. And and Jake Gyllenhaal's Batman. Oh man. Hell yeah. Him, Jake Gyllenhaal <laughs> versus Joaquin Phoenix. Oh my God. Did you just get goosebumps? Because I sure as fuck did. <laughs> Hell yeah. And I'm like just thinking about that. It's just oh my goodness. Just that would be the perfect like perfect matchup oh. to be honest. Like that would be the perfect Hell matchup. Yeah. Oh, but Hell yeah. the last we have finally arrived at number one. Um, yes, sir. And number one, I think I, I hope we don't disagree on this because I know that just waiting ten years for this film boosted it up a lot, um, and it did not disappoint in any area really. Uh, and and just I think it was really helped by the ten years and all the films that led up to it. Got to go Infinity War. For number one, um, this is a cinematic universe we have never seen before. Top movies that tie in like this for 10 years long that came up to this huge explosive of a movie. Just for that movie to be like, all right, we're going to leave you, leave you kind of sad, leave you slow for the next one, which will be the grand finale. This was just such a good movie, man. Like, I can't speak enough on how great the pacing was, how I was never bored, how it was hilarious, which I didn't think it was going to have too much humor in it initially. Like, I thought it would have its quips and funny moments, but it was really funny. And seeing the characters that we're so familiar with actually get to finally interact with each other for a while, and it wasn't just like, oh, it's Iron Man and Thor again. Like, it really wasn't the core Avengers team for a lot of it. It was like, little sub teams here and there of different people helping each other out. And I just loved those character interactions, but I think most of all, I love Thanos. Like he was just, he was reckless. Um, No matter what he was going to achieve his goal. And he even killed his daughter to do it. And it was pretty much no hesitation. He shed tears for her, threw her off the cliff. And that was it. He, He killed her. He, it's not like he seemed that remorseful about it. The end. He got what he wanted. Um, I, I loved Josh Brolin as Thanos. Every time he was on the screen, I was just, I was like, wow, what a menace. Um, this guy was just someone who destroyed worlds and didn't care and just had all the power within his fingers. He was just an overlord. And I also... I hate that they killed off Ebony Maw because I really liked him as a villain too. And I thought he was somebody who could be kind of menacing, like one person that stayed with Thanos who could kind of still be a threat as well. Uh, His powers were barely explored. I thought he had really cool, like, trippy power that was barely, barely explored. And I just, I would have loved for him to stay in the movie. But Spider-Man, Iron Man, every single character got their time to shine. 
but nobody did like Thor. Wow. I mean, he got Thornbreaker. Like, that was mostly his arc, and I was kind of like, when's the good part going to happen with Thor? And it happened as soon as he crash-landed in Wakanda. Um, uh, Wow. Uh, Never looked at Thor that way in the movies. Um, Thor 1 and 2, they were pretty eh, so-so movies. That third, uh, Ragnarok was great, but man, this this Thor, this was unstoppable. And this is the Thor I wanted to see. I'm like, he's Asgardian. Like, he is the one to wield that hammer. He should be all powerful. And this was, this was like that. The Thor I've always wanted to see. Um, I, I can't explain enough how excited I was for this movie. I got to see it in a premiere screening. And uh, my boss actually let me off work to go see it. Uh, so it was like a dream come That's true. Cool. Um, I got to go when I got to go see it at like noon, a couple weeks before it came out. I was just I was shaking. I was like so excited. Like some of the other critics are huge and see fans, but I know me and a couple other guys were just chomping it up about like how it's been so long and how these films have tied together and. It was just good to me, man. It, beginning to end, I have no complaints. Very few little criticisms, but no heavy complaints on this one. Uh, what are your thoughts about Infinity War? Uh, I'm with you there. Uh, it was my number three. I think um, maybe even number two on my list when I first started doing it. But no, I, you know, regardless of where I put it, yeah, I'm not arguing its placement at all. Um, yeah, it was a culmination of. Uh, the 10 years, like you said, I, you know, I agree with everything you said. It, um, it was groundbreaking in more ways than one. I don't think that it's getting enough appreciation for the fact of what Kevin Feige and then put together. Say what you want about the characters, blah, 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 what they're doing. And they're oh, Spider-Man's doing this with this guy. The Look at it for what it has done. It's groundbreaking. Nothing's ever been done like that before. So on top of being a great film, it also has that working for it. So I, you know, I agree with you. Um, yeah, I didn't get to, you know, I'm, I'm not as privileged as you, Sia. I don't get to see my movies early like you, unless, unless uh, a couple of my buddies in LA who get um, preview copies um, do naughty things and let me see them early. But for the most part, like, yeah, I was right there with you. I was stoked. Um, I, I, I was expecting it to be a little less funny, but you're right. Thor in some regards, uh, stole the show um, it, you know balancing out all those characters it is a phenomenal job um, Thanos gosh yes Thanos was um, scary and menacing and, and for a while there you know uh, I didn't really fear any of the MCU villains you know really necessarily until Thanos and then the Black Order and you know right Ebony Ma uh, I like uh, I like that character it, it, was, it was really cool um, the Wakanda battle scene was, 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 was neat. Um, even like, you know, um, the, 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 I love the, 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 the comments, you know, calling him Squidward. And I liked how, you know, yeah, this is like originally for kids, but there was some of, you know, some of the humor was directly aimed towards adults on purpose. And I like that about it, but yes, uh, get back on topic. I loved it. Yes, it deserved to be number one, um, definitely, uh, for more than one reason, uh, just for the kind of movie that it is, but also for the production, 
the 10 years in the making thing is phenomenal to me. And like, like we were talking about before, I came in late to the party. I, I took a long, a long time to research what everything was going on to really appreciate it. And that's what really got me hooked. Um, I wasn't expecting to feel so emotional. You know, I really wasn't. I'm like, these are characters. It's fake. You know, it, it's not real. Let it go. But then you, you start feeling for it. You start feeling for the characters and you start feeling um, because we're geeks and we know the contracts and we know the, the in workings of it. So, you know, some of these things, you know, are coming to a close and we know it. So it's, it's with a heavy heart, but it's also entertaining. So it's a lot like life, a double-edged sword. You know what I mean? It's some, a lot of things have a great positive, but they also have negatives. Um, and the negative was that this is very emotional, very somber, but it just solidifies um, that, you know, they know what they're doing and, you know, they let their content creators create and they make great casting decisions. And they obviously, the actors want to work there and they do a really good job. Um, and they've been doing a really good job. So, yeah, I agree, man. Like, as of right now, I don't know when any movie's going to top that. And I know Jawan argued in text messages earlier that it's not going to be, um, number one wasn't going to be uh, Infinity War, and I called it, remember? Like I said right now, because honestly, I can't think of a movie that's, um, maybe you could you could argue, like let's say critically, that um, maybe Hereditary should have been on here, or uh, uh, Quiet Place should have been higher, but <clears throat> those didn't have, you know, and maybe we'll say Black Panther's definitely, you know, I boo-booed calling him out early, but I really wanted to, to to get him on there, and I didn't know if he was able to make it. I don't know where it was going to go, so I just kind of threw him out there. So they didn't have that um, cult- cultural significance wrapped behind it, and and I think this one did, um, and it deserves to be up there a little higher just because of the, ba- like I said, the back inside, the, all the production stuff coming into it is a little bit more um, spectacular um, absolutely than those movies were and maybe you'll say critically they're better sure go ahead I don't that doesn't bother me but you know I spend money out there and I wasn't disappointed so you you got that's got to mean something and um yeah I think and that, you know um, it's it had such yeah, a cultural impact like pop culture wise this was huge man yeah, and there are people who didn't even really watch these movies. I mean, it's introduced some people to Marvel movies, to be honest, um, and have yeah. got some people to get back into them. Because I know there are some people who see, you know, every every once in a while, no, everyone's seen this. I went to see um, Infinity War like three weeks after it came out, and the theater was packed. Packed. Yeah. This was like a late late Friday night, I think. And it was it was just stuff full, and people were laughing, and everybody was enjoying the movie. Like these were people who've seen it like the second or third time, and generally that that doesn't happen for movies. People see a movie once, and that's it. Back out on Netflix or Blu-ray, whatever. But this drew a lot of people to see it more than once, Um, and I just think that that's due to the buildup it had, and the fact that you had a almost a whole new slew of people coming to see it, people who are barely committed to the films, diehard fans, um, people who hadn't seen the film before, and it just, <clears throat> it got and the Marvel movies. Thing, yeah, you're right. It, it, I think, <coughs> whoa, excuse me. 
my apologies. I got uh, some caught in my throat. Anyway, um, uh, I I would go I would go back to school and I'm like, you know, like, you know, Mister, you know, Chris or something. Okay, have you seen Infinity War? I'm like, of course I've seen it. Like, and and then like, you know, these are eight, nine, ten year olds and they're talking about what about this part? What about that part? What about this part? And I'm like, how do you guys know this? Like, we've seen all the movies. We love these movies. And I'm like, these little kids are geeking out on the same things that we geeked out. They just got, it's just in a different medium, but it's this, it's, it's literally the same thing. So I was having a moment where like, I think this is so cool that this, and and, and then they were telling me like, yeah, my dad, um, it's this, it's the thing that we do together is we watch these Marvel movies and I look forward to watching them with my dad and they tell me these stories. So I think that Marvel's doing a great job of bringing people together, being in families, bringing new people to this content like you said, pop cultural, but not just, you know, with other races too. I think they're doing, you know, I think they're doing a hell of a job. And I don't know if that's a Disney influence on top of them or it's, you know, just good formulas over there. I think it's a little bit of both. We'll just say that. But, um, yeah, I, I love the fact that I can talk to the, the to my students about these characters. Um, and they're, they got the passion about it like I do. Like I, I argued, like, with one of them because I couldn't remember if Gamora died and like he's like he's just so mad at me like he he's she's alive on the planet with Tony I'm like no Tony's by himself I'm telling you <laughs> so I rewatched it over you know I rewatched it and I came back and I'm like man I'm so I'm so sorry you're wrong I was like I know I told my dad and then he told me to tell you that I need to go watch the movie again I'm like I saw it you're right she's still alive all right <laughs> so it was really cool like I I like that even my wife, she loves the Guardians of the Galaxy, man. She thinks it's hilarious. I do, too. So, like... Hold on, hold on. Yeah, Wait, time out. Time out. My, my fault. Time right. out. You think Gamora's still alive? Not Gamora. I'm sorry. Nebula. Sorry. Nebula. Oh, oh, oh okay. I was like, I, my I can't... Apologies. I don't think Gamora is coming back. I, no, I kind of hope is not, because... In, in the soul realm, if she's soul, still alive. The soul alive. Zone, but I, Yeah. I hope that like but I meant the Nebula. song goes sorry, back, she's done. Yeah. yeah, Nebula. Yeah, I meant Nebula. I so my fault, my apologies. No, you're good. I thought he was alone on Titan. Because I'm like, I'll be honest with you. After everyone started disappearing, I started just like I knew it was coming, but I started like kind of like losing my mind with everybody. Like I was kind of like, what, wait, what, what, what? I stopped really focusing on one thing, and I couldn't, I could not handle it. I really couldn't. I thought. I could handle it. And I'm like, I know this is going to happen. I know this is going to happen. I know this is going to happen. When it happened, I was still not ready for it. It's like jumping into a cold, nope. freezing cold pool. And you know it's going to be cold. You know it's going to be cold. And as soon as it hits your body, you're not ready for it, no matter what the hell you do. And it hits exactly. you. And, like, I forgot everything. I, you know, and I, I, it just, uh, and then the last words and people, and then uh, I am Groot. And even, eat, man, just, oh, jeez. That was just, well, no, I, Cap I could, says, oh, God, after that. The last the last spoken words in that movie are, oh, God, before the post-credit, which is fucking crazy. Yeah. Basically sums up exactly how you felt after you saw the whole movie. It's like, oh, God. It was, like one, it was like one gigantic. Have you ever been to an amusement park where you sit in that thing and they play the movie and the seats move? Yeah. And you're just going up and you're just flying through space and you're battling space. It felt like you were doing that, but in a movie. I just felt like we were just going one thing after another, being onslaughted with emotions after this and this and this and this. And then at the end, oh, God, is right, because we just went through hell and back. 
And it literally yeah. was because and if you Tony look back, didn't 10 even years, have anyone on 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 um, Titan with him. I mean, Earth right. was I he, felt he had horrible that he was by others. himself. Yeah, but it's just him and Nebula. Shit, Nebula barely wants anything to do with that. And she doesn't know who the hell he is. Nope. You know, <laughs> I'll do you one better. Why is Gamora? Why Gamora? <laughs> oh my God, the memes that came out of Infinity War are freaking. <laughs> wait, wait, have you seen the one that is of of um, not Smokey but Big Worm, where it says "playing with my stones" is like playing with my emotions. <laughs> yeah. and I'm, like, you know, I'm like, yeah. And Thanos' so head. And Thanos' head. Yeah. Oh, the memes are freaking <laughs> awesome. You gotta love it. Oh man, uh, uh, it did so yeah. much for culture, man. Infinity War yeah. was the shit, and all the Squidward memes. <laughs> like, yeah, it, Squidward Earth is shit. closed today. <laughs> <laughs> and then Bruce uh, not coming out with the Hulk. That was like, what's going on with that? And I had theories, and I'm thinking like, oh, you know, it's Loki, and like, no, it can't be Loki. And like, what? Oh, I had another. That's another thing. Like, poor Thor. Like Jesus, he really yeah, he lost has had everything. some. That and poor his, man, lost, like, all his I, family, all his Thor Ragnarok, all his friends. So, uh, Thor Ragnarok is not fun anymore after Infinity War. Go back and watch Thor no, Ragnarok on, on Netflix right now, and you're like, oh, if Thor only knew what the fuck was gonna happen in like two days after this, like, he, I, oh my god, I think he would have like stayed on the car. Like, don't go. Stay on the car, Thor. You'll be better off for it. You, you feel for him. And I love Ragnarok, by the way. Yeah, Ragnarok was amazing, dude. Um, I, I just know Thor lost. He lost everything, basically. Yeah. I, I know in the next film he's going to be destroyed. But I wonder, how do you make no Thor whole again, man? Valkyrie and the Rock guy. There's no confirmation they were on the ship. I know, but how... They might still be out there. How are they going to make Team Thor whole Thor. again, though? Poor Thor. How are they going to make him whole yeah, again? Yeah, I mean, they're going to... They're, that's going to be his new team. Like, his new kind of... His people. Because the rest of them are gone, man. I don't think Loki's coming back. I think that's it for him. I kind of hope, like, some people... I know this sounds really, really fucked up, but I hope some people stay dead. Because um, I just feel like the stakes wouldn't be there. Um, no, you have to keep some people dead, or we're never going to trust Marvel. We have yeah, to. Yeah, I hope people they, have they to stay dead. Or I'm not going to respect it either. Gamora I, comes back. I might not even. I'm, I'm going to be pissed, to be honest with you. Me too. I, I love her pissed. character. Don't get me wrong, but they got to die, bro. Or every time some the, the stakes will never be there. Oh my god, the cat, like oh my god, come right for us. Like you're not going to die. Fuck that. You know, I'm never going to ever put stakes into your film if you don't start killing some of these mofos. Yeah, man. It would just be every time somebody dies, every time someone is in trouble, oh, they're going to come back to life magically. Like, no, right, how why about we just go to the quantum realm and destroyed. fill the stones again? Right. Oh, man. <laughs> Hope, I wonder if that's going to happen, though. Like, you know, Ant-Man has to get small in order to trick Thanos, get the glove off. I can't wait to see what happens in the next movie for them to get that glove off him. Um, and it's going to be, I, I feel like it's going to be super hard. Like it's going to be 
just somebody's going to have to go, and then they're going to have to just try their damn best. I mean, think about it. Spider-Man, Iron Man, um, Doctor Strange, Star-Lord, Drax, and... and um, That's, you know, this is why I Nebula think it's going to be enough. Avengers Assemble. Because I think they're going to go back sick. into the quantum realm and go into the other dimensions and recruit the other Avengers. To help them. Like, hey, we need yeah, your help. I definitely like, can see that. I don't know, you know, I'm very curious. I'm anticipating. I'm grateful that there's something I'm looking forward to because, like we've said before, this whole whole show, basically, is that, you know, good movies this year so far have been few and far between. I'm wondering where Ant-Man will come in and if, if he'll possibly end up in the next movie, Captain Marvel. I'm wondering if you know, that whole, oh, don't get stuck in a time loop. Uh, it could possibly yeah. happen. Um, and I wonder if he'll get dropped off in Danvers' time. Because remember, she's going to be in the 90s, folks. So who knows, like, what kind of time jumble or what kind of, it might, it very well might just be an origin, but I don't know. I think there's going to be some kind of time travel. Something, whether it be, like, traditional, like, cable or using the quantum science to um, just, you know, basically go to a location, and it's like you're kind of... Well, it's not really so much time travel. It's like, yeah, quantum entanglement, which means we're all kind of... We're all entangled in each other within a multiverse. I don't know if time travel... Because I'm just trying to think about what the words that they said. You know what I mean? Like when Hank's talking about um, quantum entanglement and quantum teleportation, which is basically what the ghost was doing, was phasing in and out, which is quantum teleportation, which is real physics. Do you know that right now it's 100% possible for you to be materialized and show up on the moon? Like, that that can physically happen. The particle can exist here and on the other side of the galaxy, and guess what? If they're, if they're, if they're somehow attracted to each other, if you affect one, it'll affect that one all the way over there on the other side of the universe. That's quantum entanglement. That's spooky science. That's real. That's quantum physics. So if you use that based with some, like, movie stuff, you know what I mean, like movie jargon, I think you're right. It's going to be some kind of time travel, but maybe not a traditional way. Like cable. Like, boom, here's my time machine going backwards. Yeah. Uh, I'm going back in time. Or future trunks. Like, it's getting in a time machine. Like, it's not going to be any kind of Marty McFly type of time travel. It's going to be... No, I think those... those Like a whole different time slide. Yeah, they're sliding through different dimensions of time and space and other alternate versions of themselves because we're all entangled. I think they're just kind of riding the entanglement into each... Think of it like a web. And you're on the something here. Because they could be alternative versions of those characters in that movie. Where are in yeah. set photos for Avengers And he Four. said that we are like, going to see alternative versions. versions. Kevin Feige did say we are going to see alternative versions already now. And that's one way to explain that's it. That's going to be sick. Yep. I'm excited just for the science of it. Isn't that weird? Like, that's a, I'm a total geek about this shit. <laughs> right? It's like universe. It's like ultimate cap plus cap plus this universe cap plus another universe cap. And like each character has like three other versions of themselves, and they're all, like, going up against Thanos. 
wow, that will be that will be the assemble. Like holy shit. Like we had to get Avengers yeah yeah i just i don't i can't think of any other movies that have had a build-up like this man over so much time and the the mcu is what really inspired a lot of these reboots to come back people are interested they see that it's a possible money maker to try to get a universe chopped up do they always do good no we saw what happened with the dark universe that's probably not going to be happening again or anytime soon, at least. Um, yeah, you can't even call it the Dark like, Universe because it never even existed. Oh, man. Yeah. It was, it was that, one that film. That mummy movie was horrible. It, it was I terrible, man. I never saw it. I, I knew it was bad from the damn trailer. As soon as I saw Tom Cruise doing his Mission Impossible stunts in the cargo plane, I was like, what the fuck is this Mission Impossible mummy? Like, yeah. Right. And he's mummy impossible. I'm like, what the fuck? I went out and I hashtagged Mummy Impossible. It didn't pick up, but I thought it was fucking clever as hell. <laughs> like, anybody going to go see yeah, Mummy Impossible? Yeah, I mean, he might as well have been there because it was right. lots of stunts, and he requested to be on screen most of the time. Yeah. So demanded the reshoots to control of the production. Um, and, and he just it – was, it was just a weird movie, dude. And I'll be honest with you, man. Like, I got through probably a good 20, 30 – 35 minutes, and then I fell asleep. And I woke back up probably like 40, 50 minutes later. Like, there's like 15, 20 minutes left in that film, man. And I just, I never saw it again because I was like, what's the point if I'm going to fall asleep for most of it in the theater? I never fall asleep in the theater, ever. Dude, you fall asleep, asleep in the movie theater? I've never yep. fallen asleep in the movie theater. I have never fallen asleep. I've that almost, was the first time I've, that has ever happened. Been I've never been more bored in my life in a movie theater, but I've never fallen asleep. It's a That's sin, crazy. man, and I did it. I, I fell asleep. I, I you paid money. Calm. I tell myself, no, you paid money. Stare at the damn screen. Stare at the damn I screen. Know, Find something man. to enjoy. I let it Find go. Find something to enjoy. <laughs> but that's, that's what that tells, this tells you about it. It was that bad. It was so bad, man, that I just crashed out. That was it. Like, well, um, might as well catch some Z's. This movie is that terrible. And it just had some of the dullest acting out of any, like, out of some of the actors that were in it. Like, it was like, all right, you got Sofia Butella, who's pretty good. Um, a lot of people didn't like Hotel Artemis as a movie, and I thought it was pretty good. I liked her in that. Um, I, her acting in this Mummy movie, though, mm, didn't really get to judge because Tom Cruise is on screen most of the time. Damn. You barely get, you barely get her, man. You maybe get about mm, her as the actual mummy. You probably get about twenty minutes. Um, but her as, in her origins, like you get maybe like ten, fifteen of her, just kind of some flashbacks and crap. And I was just like, dude, give us, give us the mummy. What the hell? This is hmm. not Tom Cruise running. Like this is the mummy, and we barely get to even see her. So I was just. I guess maybe it was that man that put me to sleep. Yeah, man, that's <laughs> crazy. Like, I'm glad I avoided that. I, I can't believe... Oh, there's one other movie that I really despise but didn't fall asleep in, and that's the Point Break remake. Um, that okay. remake was atrocious. Oh, oh dude. You, you've dodged some... You've really dodged some crap. crap well, I mean, I, I, mean, I, I had to, to brag, hold myself I feel like back. I have really good... Like I can tell with by a trailer, 
and like I used to be fooled by trailers, but like I've been in the business now for like 15 years, and like I've learned a thing or two, and I know, you know what I mean. I, which is why you know Suicide Squad fooled the shit out of me, and I feel so dumb about the because I, I I ignored all my I ignored oh, everything man. I know about filmmaking so and fell in love with the trailer. I refused to ever do that again. But like. But Point Break, first off, I love the original, and if you remake the film, you're going to have to sell it. me on it. Really hardcore. And the trailer right off the bat told me, no, skip this, man. I still haven't to this day. People have been giving me the film, and I still haven't watched it. I don't have any Believe it or not, I didn't, see, I didn't see any trailers. I, I had kind of stumbled into a movie, and I can't remember what else I was going to see that at that time, but I had seen like all the, all the movies in the box office at that time. So I was just like, well, I might as well go ahead and see this. Point Break. Um, I didn't know another another one came out. Like I even asked the clerk, I was like, "Is that like the classic Point Break? Are you guys like showing the the original?" And he was like, "Oh no, that's the remake." And I'm like, "Remake?" He's like, "Yeah, apparently they remade it. I haven't seen it yet, but do you want to check it out?" And I decided to check it out, and that was that was awful. Um, (laughs) To be honest, man, I I gave up on it. Like, uh, it probably had 20 minutes left, and I just pulled my phone out, checked the time, started playing games. Like, I was not impressed. I was, damn. It was that awful. (laughs) But (laughs) we're here to talk about the best, and here I am trashing some bad ones. Nah, it's all right. Of course, as critics, we have our best and our worst. Yeah. Um, but wow, Avengers topped our list out. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna out real quick here. I definitely think Black Panther needs to go up to about number three. Switch places with Deadpool two. Yeah, I, I mean, I didn't really like give my thoughts too much on Deadpool. Uh, I agree with pretty much what you said about Deadpool. I'm right there with you. I, I thought maybe it wasn't as best. Maybe I'll say that Deadpool wasn't as best as the first one for me. But other than that, I I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. It de- definitely would have. It, it, it was on my top. I think it's number six for me or seven. I can't remember. Uh, Deadpool 2 will be at eight. And below Ant-Man and Wasp, I almost want to swap those two as well. Just make Deadpool 2 seven. Jeez, an under annihilation. And then I have that obscure one in there with Joaquin yeah, Phoenix. I think, like, I don't see what I mean. Like, I feel we we definitely gonna have to put a feather in this one, pal, and get like the whole crew on this one, just to <laughs> kind of see what they have. You know, I I not not to downgrade anything you said because you've made great points today, my friend, but. I think this one's just so tough that I don't want to be pigeonholed. Like, you put it there, how dare you? Like, I know, I know, you're going to beat me with sticks and leaves and shit. But I don't know what to tell you, man. This one's tough. Yeah, we got to get the gang in on this one. Uh, we might even might even come back and do a part two or something and include everybody else, but we're getting to those Yeah, I hope it sparks minutes, controversy uh, with our listeners. If it sparks controversy yeah. in a healthy way, in a good debate, then we're all we'll cool. come back. We'll, we'll come back, yeah, definitely. Heck yeah, man. Um, so, guys, we're actually sitting here at just a minute and a half. Um, go ahead and check us out next week. We'll be back with another top ten. Uh, we don't know the subject quite yet, but it might be might even be a part two to this one, um, something depending on what you guys think about the list. Um, Chris, did you have any just final thoughts? we got about a minute left. 
No, I had a blast. Uh, like I said, this was a tough list. Uh, had a good time talking with you. Um, I mean, I'm curious to see what the other guys think and, you know, what our listeners think too. And maybe we should revisit this one. I'm excited to, to, to maybe do that. Yeah, this one was tough, man. It's, there's a lot of – it's kind of a lot of diamonds in the rough this year. So it was hard to really narrow it down to even ten. I mean, I, I only had like eight on my list. I didn't even have ten complete movies. And there are some on the eight that I was just like, yeah. But we'll see you yeah. next week, guys. Um, stay tuned for the next top ten, and we will see you guys next week. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.